It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to another edition of Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. It's a weekly look at life in the city hosted by her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. Now, as we edge closer to restrictions lifting, it's the perfect time to think about a new look or a makeover. We feel like we're back out in the world and we are going to tell you where you can find the best. It's not about selling, it's about finding makeup, beauty, skincare that makes you confident. And we're also going to talk about where you can go in Southampton, which will make you feel like an England football star. It warms your body up, so mm. increases muscle strength and endurance in that one session. When you said make me feel like an England football star, I thought you were going to tell me where to go if I want to roll around on the floor like Jack Grealish every time someone comes close to me. He must be worried about mucking up his air as well, eh? <laughs> well, I do have something in common with Jack Grealish. What's that? I've got a sweatband. <laughs> it's my Father's Day present. Is that Day literally presents. it? Yeah. So you got a Father's Day present and it was a sweatband. I had asked have for Have you one. stopped talking to that child? No. So when I go cycling... <laughs> yeah. I get quite hot and I get quite sweaty. I've got no hair. So yeah. the sweat just comes rolling down my face. <laughs> and I end up, because I'm wearing glasses when I'm cycling, yeah. with a little reservoir of sweat that builds <laughs> here. So sorry if that's too much information. Moisture. We just call it moisture. Okay. So <laughs> when they were asking me what to get for Father's Day, I said, look, I could really do with a sweatband. They've got you something, obviously, that you wanted and you needed. And uh, I, I always think about fa- Father's Day, but I always come back to the same thing. And I get my dad a a present and I wrap it up and everything. It's a crab. A crab? He likes crab. An edible one. So so it's already cooked. So every year for Father's Day, you get your dad a dressed crab. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And he sits on the floor in the living room with a pair of nutcrackers and just fires through it. Oh, wow. Loves it. Loves it. That's his Father's Day treat. I've never had dressed crab like Stop that. Stop it. Do I need to get myself some... Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. When I was a kid, we used to get a Chroma every year on holiday. And they oh, used yeah. to sell Chroma crab. crabs and everything. But I never had one. Are you amazed? how few seafood restaurants there are in Southampton. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more of them kind of Bournemouth way. Yeah. And on sandbanks. Right. Like I went to Tim's Bistro in Bedford Place. Right. And all of their fish is freshly caught and it's caught in these local waters. And it was stunning. Absolutely stunning, this fish. Maybe we need one of those. I'm thinking of setting one up. We've got a really nice uh, seafood place just up the road in Bishop's Waltham from where I am called Any Fish. Oh, yeah. And they... What do they do? ...have a window full of stuff. I feel like I wouldn't do it justice if I cooked fish because fish is delicate, isn't it? Yeah. And you need to, you know, subtly flavour it. And I just think I'll just completely trash it and it'll end up as mush (laughs) so i'm a bit reluctant to cook with fish but in the end on father's day i didn't have a dressed crab oh right i ended up going to franco manca in west key because the the menu choice is limited yeah one to seven in terms of pizzas okay it's just a lot easier oh yes yes otherwise everybody's there for half an hour with Mm. the menu reduce the choice and it works a treat too right too right if you're going to do something do it well Mm. don't just Fill your menu with other stuff. And you're actually quite lucky because you know that this pub, it's the Compass in Windsor. 
They've now banned kids completely from the pub every day. Children were allowed on Sundays. Yes. But then they've put a stop to that because they had family from hell and have just decided, you know what, enough's enough. We're not going to bother anymore. Was it that? Or did they just think, ooh, we could do with a little bit more publicity? It's interesting that it does mention on the next line of the press release that it's 100% gluten-free. And they are doing interviews globally right. off the back of their decision to ban children. But we've all sat there. We've all been out. and We've all been yeah. seated in the general vicinity of a family where there's a child throwing food over their shoulder like some kind of Tudor baron. I mean, unless you can actually catch it in your mouth, that's a bad thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and look, I've, I get it. So when my, when my little one was about two or three, I remember going for a Sunday lunch and she just wanted to lay on the floor where the waitresses were coming out of the kitchen. And I'm like... Please, I'm pleading with her. My dinner's on the table, her dinner's on the table. It is a bit of a nightmare. But if you go somewhere and it's kid-friendly, perfect. And what we, you know, when I was growing up, we were always taken out for meals and told how to act. And, you know, you don't throw food around and you don't run about. And, you know, actually, it's a really good lesson in learning how to be when you're out for dinner. I must have been really lucky with my two because they never caused an issue when I took them out for something to eat. You just didn't know it. (laughs) I used to get comments from people at the end of the meal who were sitting on a table nearby and saying, can I just say how well behaved your children? Oh, lovely. I know. So I guess I've earned the right to be judgmental of everybody else. (laughs) But you can take dogs into this pub, can't you? Yeah. So... What happens when they get some sort of crazy dog down there? Oh, I think, you know, any dog that requires a 100% gluten-free menu (laughs) is going to be pretty chilled and pretty laid back anyway. Um, The other thing that's been going on, and isn't it awful that we've had to turn our heating on at the end of June? This is crazy. It felt last weekend, as it was lashing it down with rain, that the weather we'd had the previous weekend, I'd just imagined. Yeah. (laughs) Like if I didn't have a couple of photos on my phone that showed that it was glorious sunshine, I wouldn't have believed it. But right. then that's the beauty of British summertime, isn't it? Four days where the sun's out, just go for it, make the most of it. And I think it's such a beautifully British thing that there's an argument going on in every single house where somebody says, that heating does not go back on until October. Stick another layer on. Right. What's normally in the sunshine in June is Royal Ascot. Yes. And uh, me and some friends got together for Royal Ascot because we went round to their house. Um, We were all in the garden. We took a plate of food and uh, we had a bit of a challenge going on. And you had to smuggle in alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me you haven't done it, right? Do not. I might have done it at an island-based music festival that's not a million miles away from here before, but I haven't done it into someone else's garden. But I like the fact that you've had a smuggle some booze in challenge just to make it more authentic. Exactly, exactly. So one of the girls, Karen, she turned up with binoculars (laughs) full of gin. Another one, she's got really, really long hair and she put her hair up and she hid four miniature vodkas in there. Nice. But I still, to this day, this is the most amazing smuggling alcohol I have ever seen. It may or may not have been at Let's Rock in Southampton a couple of years ago. They were going through like Pringles um, tubs, making sure that nobody had any bottles in there. 
And then we were sat down and the people in front of us had their picnic out and they got out this loaf of bread and they took out this loaf of bread. They took the, the top sort of slice off and they'd hollowed out the, the loaf <laughs> and they had a bottle of Prosecco in there. Nice. <laughs> Get yourself some tiger bread, cut Isn't it in half, amazing? hollow it out, and slip it over the Prosecco like oh, a sleeve. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Of course, now when we do Let's Rock in August, all of the security guards are going to be tipped off to this. <laughs> Nobody's allowed any bread in. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. When you said that uh, you'd had a challenge in this garden, I envisaged that you were doing piggyback races, <laughs> pretending to be horses, going... That was later, after we'd after stopped the alcohol. The yeah, okay. <laughs> Something else that Zoe's done in the last week, apart from smuggling alcohol into her friend's (laughs) garden, is she's had a pampering. Zoe went to John Lewis. And after 16 months of comfortable clothes and Zoom makeup calls, it's time to think about actually meeting people face to face again, which could be the perfect opportunity for a brand new look. Now, the Beauty Society in John Lewis at West Quay is the perfect place to find advice, as Zoe found out last week when she paid them a visit and met consultant Caitlin. So the Beauty Society is all about impartial makeup advice. So the whole point of it is coming in to find what works for you. So if you want to follow trends, we can do that. But if you want the classic look, that is also what we're all about. It's about you. It's not about selling. It's not about making you buy stuff. It's about finding makeup, beauty, skincare that makes you confident. And it's like a little oasis, isn't it? Because, you know, I come into John Lewis normally and I browse all of the clothes and I stop in Ted Baker for a long time. Um, but this is um, within all of the makeup counters. And it's, it's one of those places where you can come and try all of these things. But you're well versed in all of the products, aren't you? So you can advise us on what to wear and what looks good and you know all the colours and stuff like that. Yeah, so we have had lots and lots of training as well as our own personal experiences so we've trained with nearly every single brand that you will see on the floor we've done training with the Estee Lauder group that look after Estee Lauder Joe Malone Bobby Brown Mac we've done Shiseido so we've done NARS Laura Mercier Shiseido Bare Minerals we've gone to the independents like Charlotte Tilbury Elemis all of those big names we've had whole days of training weeks of training So we know everything about everything. That is the whole point of the job. I know everything. You should be able to ask me a question and I should know it. Right, really test her. If you just come in and really test her. And I know that we've got this sort of play table, which has got lots and lots of beautiful products out there. I can see Lizel and just loads and loads of other stuff. But because of COVID, you can't come in and just try all of these products. So you used to be able to come in and anything that was on the play table was fair game. You could touch it, you could try it, you could put it on. At the moment, we do ask that you speak to one of us, just come over and say hi, let me know what you want to try and I can show you it in a safe way that makes it safe for everybody to use. But yeah, it is still good fun, but come and talk to one of us if you want to have a look at anything. And this is like, if you like makeup, if you like your skincare products, this is like a this is a bit of a dream coming here and look I, I spend very little time doing my makeup and I know it shows but to come here and just to have that hour out where I feel like I'm being pampered but you're talking me through all of the makeup 
was just such a treat. It really was. Can anybody come and book in at the Beauty Society to find out about new makeup or colours that they should be wearing or anything else? So, yeah, uh, our slogan is literally everyone is invited. So it's men, women, anything in between. You are welcome to come in, have your makeup done, talk to us about new eye looks. You can even ask us about hair care, hair products. You know, we, we know everything. But it is a space for everybody. It might feel very feminine. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're not welcome if you don't identify with that femininity. It's for everybody. Everybody, every shape, size, colour, absolutely. This time of year, there's lots of proms going on. So could somebody come and have their makeup done for, I don't know, a wedding or going to the races or anything like that? The services we offer are more like masterclasses. So what we provide you with is not just the products to do it, but the knowledge on how to go home and do that yourself. So if you're someone that wants to do your own makeup on your wedding day, wants to do your own makeup at prom but you have a very specific look that you want to do and you can't figure it out that's what we're here for you come in we'll show you how to do it and we'll show you what you need to do it so you can do it in the comfort of your own home on your own time so it would be 45 pounds to come in and have your makeup done but that's offset when you buy a product is that right yes so we call it redeemable against your appointment so you'd spend 45 pounds on your appointment but once you come back in and actually get it done that actually means you've got a minimum of 45 pounds to spend so you're actually getting your appointment for free if you buy any product which is you know you think about all of the training and the expertise that's not too bad getting that for free and i've got to say right you've got to check out caitlin's instagram because the eye makeup right so she's got a very beautiful dewy made up face and then the eye makeup is just outstanding that is my look i like fresh dewy skin with a really colorful eye a big color trend at the moment and what i personally love is bright blue okay i think it looks fantastic it can make really healthy skin so i have a lot of pink in my skin and the blue just kind of offsets that to make it look a little bit more neutral and everything works together so i i love fresh skin with a big eye but but you're saying about blue now that's real gran in the 80s i don't think that i would ever be confident enough to put blue on my eyes i think like a powdery cornflower blue yeah absolutely but this is like electric teal blues bright blues hot blue all of those kinds of blues are what's really in it's not those lilac-y powdery blues it's like sexy blue and are there any other trends that you're finding at the moment so eyes and eyebrows obviously with masks are the big thing everyone is doing eyes it's june so obviously there's a lot of rainbow happening at the moment everyone's doing rainbow eyes and it's just yeah fresh skin colorful eyes pink is always very popular shimmers and gold is very back in my opinion everyone everyone is bringing out something with gold in it so that's caitlin the beauty society consultant at john lewis in west key who gave zoe some makeup tips last week and i have to say i watched it and i was so impressed but do you know what it was it was a really lovely morning and i felt pampered and i felt looked after and It was a real experience. And actually, that's what they've got in John Lewis in Westkey. They've got these amazing experiences. Um, So there's the makeup. um, Then they've got this personal styling uh, going on. And you can go there like a group of you and they will bring different outfits out and 
there might be some Prosecco involved. <laughs> but they've also got like home design and they've got um, all of the baby stuff as well. So if you're designing a nursery or you've got a child on the way, you can go and see them. They are all such experts in it. But I feel like I let myself down a little bit last week because the wonderful people at John Lewis had got in touch with us and said, would you like to come down and have your makeup done? And it was just beautiful. But it just so happened that that morning on the Friday, it was chucking down with rain. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I'd done my hair and I'd had a shower and all that. And I'd got all ready and I felt really good. And then it came to the school run. And at that <laughs> point, my daughter announced, it's clean air day today. You've got to ride your bike to school, mummy. And I'm like, no, I am not putting a helmet on. Well, you've got to scoot to school then. I'm like can't I just drive today? And she's like, no, not today. So I had to walk to school. Now, I've got quite curly hair. Sometimes it goes curlier than others. I can tell you that it goes very much like a Vera Duckworth perm after I've walked in the rain for half an hour. So I turn up at John Lewis. I look bedraggled. <laughs> so what Caitlin did was just made me feel great after that. So yes, thank you very much, Caitlin. Thank you. I learned quite a lot watching Caitlin at work. That's good. I hope you went back and told your daughter all about it. Oh, I'm thinking like, of retraining. Okay. <laughs> if I tried to give her makeup advice, that would be a very short conversation. <laughs> Although we have been talking quite a lot this week yeah. about Love Island. Yay, it's coming back. Well, I know this because on Tuesday, I think it was, they announced the lineup. Yes. Never have I heard such disappointment coming out of the mouth of a 17-year-old. Why? She gave her withering assessment of the men okay. in the car as I was giving her a lift to college. Apparently, none of them are fit. Right. She said, I know it's supposed to be really inclusive this year, but I didn't think that would mean them letting ugly people in. Oh, ow. And at that point, I thought, have I raised the world's most shallow teenager? <laughs> but no, I think it's because she's really used to everybody being airbrushed to perfection in the show. And the yeah. men that they put forward so far are kind of, well, to use her words, I wouldn't date any of them. Oh. But you don't know what they're like. They haven't opened their mouths. They haven't said anything yet. Sometimes... I don't know that Love Island is about what they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did suggest that perhaps the reason that they're all kind of average looking is because after a couple of weeks, they'll chuck in someone who's really hot and then right. the women will just absolutely claw each other's eyes out right. over this Adonis they're going to put in. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because I think Love Island sort of, it's become a bit samey. You know, I was looking through the lineup as well this week. You can spot who is the same as someone from last series and somebody from the series before. And actually the first couple of series where there was Jess and all that, there was loads going on. It wasn't just about dating each other. It wasn't just about, oh, well, how do you feel? Am I your type on paper? I mean, give over. She also said that all of the previous contestants yeah. are jumping on this and commenting on the, everything that's there. And it's like, well, of course they are. They know they've only got five more days of fame. Yeah, <laughs> until they're completely forgotten about. What it needs to do, and I think this has been born out of lockdown, is they need to look at Married at First Sight and absolutely emulate what they do. Because, you know, some of them, they're not lookers. But actually, it's such a fantastic series and you don't care, you know, you fall in love with all of these characters and the good looking ones are the awful ones. So do you think then, because people have been loving Married at First Sight, mm. 
that's going to create almost a backlash to Love Island. Don't know. We'll see. I think at the moment I am up for any crap telly at all. <laughs> when you say we'll see, I won't be watching any of it unless I have to walk through the kitchen to get something out of the fridge when it happens to be on. <laughs> Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Did you get involved this week, Simon? Because I know that you are, you love a little bit of a geek out, don't you? Amazon Prime Day. I deliberately kept away. Did you? Because I didn't want to spend any money I haven't got. They draw me in. I can't help it. It's Amazon Prime Day. I'm like, what do I need? I don't know. You tell me what I want. Tell me what I want, Amazon. I'm looking around. I can't see a Robo Hoover anywhere. (laughs) Well, okay. So this is what I did. For two days this week, I managed to talk myself into things on there. (laughs) So what I've bought this week is a tie-dye kit, a shoehorn, and a waterproof dog pillow. None of which would be available at such discounted prices <laughs> at any other point in the year. And dog pillow? Last time I walked over your door, there wasn't a dog. <laughs> no. What was so special about the dog pillow? Well, it was waterproof. Okay. I thought, well, that can stay in the garden then. It would be nice to lie down. So on there it. was some logic. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> You made it sound like there was. So here's something that's quite popular at the moment, and it's all thanks to the England football squad. Have you heard of Hot Pod Yoga? The squad have been using it before and after the game, and it's available here in Southampton. Has Zoe found out when she caught up with Shannon? I was in London and I had a session with my cousin in Belgravia. Fell in love with it on the way back from London, back to the Isle of Wight looking through how I can bring the port to the island or somewhere mm-hmm. near it. And there you go. We started from there. I sort of get it. But for anybody that doesn't understand, what is hot pod yoga and what difference does it make? So hot pod yoga in a pod itself, as the name suggests, it's inflatable, it's inflated tan and it shuts you off from the outside world. So okay. you've got nothing focus on but yoga and breathing it has a glow with a special purple hue in it It takes you deeper into your practice so you get a full workout as well as a relaxed mind at the end of the session and you've been in the marlins for what a couple of years now have you we launched in october 2020 we've reopened since um mid-may and um, we are going strong we are enjoying ourselves the regulars are back and we've got loads of new um, yogis trying out the pod as well. Um, yogis from all over, really. We've seen the England team and lots of football teams who are playing at the Euros, but they've been doing this as well, haven't they? Yes, they have. So it's not only the England football team. So recently, we quite sure maybe a lot of people would have already seen that Hot Pot Yoga is integrated in the England football team pre and post workout. It's not only the football team, it's also used widely across professional rugby. Owen Farrell has got his own pod as well. And <laughs> so he brought it to the Japan rugby um, tournament as well. Amazing. So, yeah. And it's also used for the British Women's Olympic football team. Fantastic. <laughs> so very much from a beginner all the way to athletes, professional athletes. What difference does the heat make? It warms your body up. It increases lung capacity. So mm-hmm. increases muscle strength and endurance in that one session. So in compared to practicing yoga outside and 
in a hot environment. So this is what it does. It can also increase bone density, balance and stability. And of course, they have all the other benefits of yoga as well, reducing stress, depressive symptoms. With the heat, it also decreases blood glucose levels. So if anybody wants to come and join in, can they just come down with no sort of yoga experience or anything like that? Yes, they can because it's very much your own practice. It's in a dimly lit pod, mm-hmm. a very much just focusing on your own practice. No mirrors, make it your own practice, really. We will guide you through the postures. However, if you want to rest, you can go down into your child's pose or just sit there comfortably and just breathe, really. It really forces you to breathe. The first experience might be a bit challenging, but it's going to be fun. So that's Shannon telling us all about hot pod yoga. And where can we find that in Southampton? So it's in the Marlin Centre. Look, it just sounds amazing, doesn't it? You know, I want to go down and give it a go. Should we go one day? Do you have to do (laughs) the downward dog in a hot pod yeah. kind of way yeah do you know what i'll try anything once yeah okay. so yeah i'll be there you do have to wear a bikini though and your sweatband well clearly the sweatband <laughs> would get used if you're into all things nautical there would have been some major excitement this week because a super yacht was seen in the Solent. and if you've got a boat i imagine it's a bit like when the house on your street becomes available on right move right. and you see a yacht come up it's instantly you're online trying to find out how much it's worth <laughs> what it's got and all the rest of it yeah. well it was an 88 foot long yacht called zen right. it's got five decks it includes a large swimming pool on the main deck a forward facing jacuzzi on the sun deck a recessed circular lounge on yeah. the foredeck Ooh. which sounds like a great place to have your cocktails and your uh-huh. cannabis um, how much do you reckon? 40 quid. £143 million pounds <laughs> oh worth of super gosh. yacht. Oh my gosh. Still cheaper than Boris's barge. Doesn't look like a tugboat. Wow. But there you go. That was spotted in the Solent. Who owns it? A Chinese billionaire. Can we talk to them? <laughs> what, and ask if we can have a go? Hi there. Uh, we'd like to come and interview you. That would be a team bonding day with a difference, that, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? On a £143 million super yacht. Wow. Yeah, good for them. And they were here in the rain. Oh. They should have come on Wednesday. Um, some good news this week from Let's Rock Southampton. Because of the restrictions not lifting, they're not able to do it in July, but it is going ahead and it's going ahead in August. So I'm very much looking forward to that. It's always such a brilliant day. It's normally in blazing hot sunshine as well. And they originally planned to do it or try to get it done as part of the test events that the, yeah. the government announced. But it's going to be on Southampton Common on the 14th of August. A great lineup. Yeah. Howard Jones, ABC, Go West, Toya, then Jericho, Mark Almond. They've all been on the circuit for years. Yeah, yeah. The headliners, though, yeah. haven't. OMD. Right. They recently returned to touring. I saw them in Bournemouth a couple of years ago and I was just really impressed with them and their stage presence and their stage craft and the music sounded great as well. And if you were someone who had a ticket for that gig at the Gaumont in Southampton back in the 1980s that they cancelled with just a couple of hours notice for no reason whatsoever, Uh maybe this is your chance to get your fill of OMD Live. Right, right. Well, do you know who I've always loved seeing? You know who my favourite is? And when he was playing Let's Rock, I was just going mad. Uh, Rick Astley. Everybody loves a bit of Rick. Oh my gosh. He's always been my boy. When I was growing up, I was into NWA, Public Enemy and Rick Astley. (laughs) Your bedroom wall must have been a sight. It was very strange. (laughs) It was very strange. 
Um, I've always loved him, but I love Let's Rock. You know what? For the atmosphere, it's such a party. And now that Common People doesn't happen on Southampton Common, we haven't got power in the park anymore either. Mm. You know, it's that one day where everybody sort of migrates to there and everybody gets right behind it. There's a fantastic atmosphere. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's happy. And there's always lots of people in fancy dress. And I really appreciate it we've come across smurfs because it's all a sort of 80s theme isn't it smurfs yellow coats from heidi high always a hit um and yuppies nice <laughs> brilliant. massive brick mobile phones uh-huh, love uh-huh, it uh-huh. so that's great news then let's rock southampton common this year it's back and all you need to do now is find the email from two years ago that's got your ticket details on it. <laughs> um, and the other thing that's going on in, fingers crossed in the sunshine, is Wimbledon is going to be on the big screen again outside West Quay. So get yourself down there, get a drink from Spritz and off you go. That's down where the elephants are at the uh-huh. moment. Cool. Well, uh, thanks again for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our chats. We love the contact and the interaction on social media. You can find us on all the channels, can't you? Yes, absolutely. Look, it's been going off on Facebook this week. Find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We've now got a YouTube channel. Hooray! Hey! Uh, so, yeah, get in touch. Let us know what's going on. If there's something going on that you think we should be talking about or something you've spotted, please do let us know via our socials. Have a great week, Zoe. And you. Simon and you you've been listening to Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast the so so show 